The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up. We welcome you to this service of ordered worship. The liturgy, music, and homily are offered in the praise of God for our gathered congregation here at Marsh Chapel, for our radio congregation across New England at WBUR 90.9 FM, and for our internet listenership around the globe at WBUR.org. We welcome your prayerful and material support, your written or emailed responses, your self-selection of forms of service in our midst, and as the Spirit moves, your presence with us come Sunday. On this Cantata Sunday, we remember and repeat Augustine's epigram, Qui cantat bis orat, one who sings, Praise twice. This is the day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. As we are able, may we stand in the praise of God.
May we pray. O God, you declare your almighty power chiefly in showing mercy and pity. Grant us the fullness of your grace that we, running to obtain your promises, may become partakers of your heavenly treasure through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. A lesson from the Epistle of James, chapter 5, verses 13 through 20. Are any among you suffering? They should pray. Are any cheerful? They should sing songs of praise. Are any among you sick? They should call for the elders of the church and have them pray over them, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. The prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise them up, and anyone who has committed sins will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. Elijah was a human being like us, and he prayed fervently that it might not rain. And for three years and six months, it did not rain on the earth. Then he prayed again, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth yielded its harvest. My brothers and sisters, if anyone among you wanders from the truth and is brought back from another, you should know that whoever brings back such a sinner must from wandering will save the sinner's soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. The word of God. Thanks be to God. I invite you to join in a reading of the 124th Psalm and in singing the antiphon. Our choir will sing it the first time and then we'll join in the second. had not been the Lord who was on our side, let Israel now say, If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, when our enemies attacked us, then they would have swallowed us up alive, with their anger was kindled against us. Then the flood would have swept us away, the torrent would have gone over us, then over us would have gone the raging waters. Blessed be the Lord, who has not given us prey to their teeth. We have escaped like a bird from the snare of the fowls. The snare is broken, and we have escaped. you to please stand as you are able for the singing of the Gloria Patre and the reading of the gospel. Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Matthew, chapter 21, verses 23 to 32. 
Glory to you, O Lord. When he entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? Jesus said to them, I will also ask you one question. If you tell me the answer, then I will also tell you by what authority I do these things. Did the baptism of John come from heaven, or was it of human origin? And they argued with one another, If we say from heaven, he will say to us, Why then did you not believe? But if we say of human origin, we are afraid of the crowd, for all regard John as a prophet. So they answered Jesus, We do not know. And he said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. What do you think? A man had two sons. He went to the first and said, Son, go and work in the vineyard today. He answered, I will not. But later he changed his mind and went. The father went to the second and said the same. And he answered, I go, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did the will of the father? They said, The first. Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are going into the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. And even after you saw it, you did not change your minds and believe him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. The community of Boston University mourns together the loss of our seventh president, President Emeritus John R. Silber. We honor his life, give thanks for his superb leadership here over three decades, and prayerfully remember his family in these days. Today's cantata is dedicated by the choir, collegium, and congregation of Marsh Chapel to Dr. Silber, let us pray. In the beauty of holiness, dear Lord, grant us thy peace. Amen. Beauty opens the world to grace. Beauty may prepare you for the gospel of faith, the faith of the gospel. Beauty is a preparatio evangelica, a preparation of the gospel. Bach is a prelude to faith. You will recognize the two sons of today's parable, one strong and one weak, one secular and one religious, one defiant and one compliant, one directly negative and one indirectly positive. One comes to faith. 19-year-olds, strong and secular and stepping away from their primary identity, recognize our gospel's dilemma. Whether to say a meek yes to cradle religion, when the heart is steadfastly in the no column, or whether to speak up, to rise up, that is to stay away, to stay in bed on a Sunday morning, and so be honest to God if not happy in God. We walk past snoring dorms full every Sunday morning. 41-year-olds, conditioned and religious and doubting in the pew, recognize our gospel's dilemma. Whether to say a meek yes to biblicist religion, when the mind says, stays steadfastly in the no column, or whether to rise up, that is, to step away from the fundamentalism that has swamped American religion today like a hurricane turning good cities into mud, or to stay put, to smile, to murmur sola scriptura, and so to be dishonest to God as well as unhappy in God. For 35 years, we have served in churches among such struggling souls every Sunday morning. 65-year-olds who have avoided pride and sloth and falsehood since 1968, but when it comes to faith, have succumbed to sloth, to a kind of personal laziness, to a deadly personal ennui, recognize our gospel's dilemma. Whether having said a good, honest, heartfelt no 
some years ago whether to look real hard at what condition our condition is in and then whether how hard this is to think again about what? About love, about meaning, about eternity, about God, about faith. It takes a leap. And the leap, the leap of faith, takes some preparation. Yes, when it comes to faith, there is always a leap involved. And that leap requires preparation. What preparation, Dr. Jarrett, do we receive in today's glorious cantata? Well, today's cantata is for those who have decidedly chosen to go into the vineyard. Maybe there are newest students at Boston University entering school this autumn. Maybe they've just moved here to begin a new job. Or maybe they've just taken on a new leadership role. For Bach, these vineyard workers in our gospel lesson are the newly elected mayor and town councilors of Mühlhausen, where Bach was organist at St. Blasius's church. The text is drawn variously from Psalm 74 and 2 Samuel, and it depicts the old and the new, and the charge for those working in the vineyard. From the title of the cantata, God is my king, we can understand that Bach intends to remind the new town council of who's really in charge. God is my king, and so it has been in ages past. The realm of God's power knows no boundary. God alone determines the order of all things. The sun, the planets, they take their course from God alone. Bach reminds those taking up any work in the vineyard that faith and trust in God alone will bring peace, salvation, and prosperity. Written when Bach was only 23, Cantata 71 is one of his earliest attempts at a larger choral instrumental form, and it's, for, and it's his first use of festival forces. Today we hear not an orchestra with chorus, but many choirs of instruments and voices all in concert. Trumpets and timpani, a small choir of strings, oboes with bassoon, and two very sweet recorders with cello. And as Bach's primary responsibility in Mühlhausen was as organist, there's a prominent part for organ obligato in the second movement. Bach includes another special indication or grouping in the score that separates vocal soloists from their larger section. Today you'll hear the choral scholars of the Marsh Chapel Choir as a small group joined intermittently by the full chapel choir. As we begin a new semester at Boston University, students, faculty, staff, and all within Bach's voice are reminded to go to the vineyard, accept the charge, but to do so only with the full mantle of faith and trust in God. And faith, that faith of which we sing this day, the leap of faith, requires preparation. Our colleague Peter Berger has written about this preparation. I can find in human reality certain intimations, he wrote, of God's speech, signals, unclear though they are, of his presence. Joy, expressed in great music, which seeks eternity. The human propensity to order which appears to correlate with an order in the universe. The immensely suggestive experience of play and humor. The irrepressible human propensity to hope. The certainty of some moral judgments. And last but not least, experiences of beauty. Beauty prepares us for faith. Bach is a prelude to the gospel. When you stand before your grandchild in the hour of birth, you might think about that. When you look into your father's eyes as he lies critically ill, 
you might think about that. When you realize that you have a real friend, one real friend, you might think about that. When you look at your beautiful country in a mess and wonder whether you should bestir yourself to write a check or make a phone call, you might think about that. When a sunset seizes you, when a poem teases you, when a sermon freezes you, you might think about that. It takes a leap. Faith takes a leap. The beauty of our gospel, in part, is found in its silence about what caused Brother One to take his leap, to turn around, to come back, to seize, I, I mean to be seized by love. We do not know. Only Matthew tells this story, and his telling is misremembered in five different versions in its textual history, but its challenge and its promise are the very same. The irreligious can often be awakened to a realization of spiritual need while those who are actually more righteous are sometimes impervious to the gospel and make no progress beyond the formal morality which they already possess. Something beautiful may have prepared our brother. Bach may prepare you today. Bach may lift your soul beyond youthful grunge to truth and goodness and beauty. Bach may raise your soul out of religious hiding. Bach may sear your spirit with beauty and call you out of 40 years of spiritual sloth. It would not be the first time. Today we hear a beautiful, glorious cantata, a song of thanksgiving, a grateful and lovely anthem. Bach's cantatas, in fact, were conceived and should be regarded not as concert pieces at all, but as musical sermons. And they were incorporated as such in the regular Sunday church services of his day. Beloved, I wonder this morning whether the beautiful holiness of this music will touch you. Oh, I know that you swore an oath one day at the Vietnam Memorial, that you had turned your back on all that, all this, all gospel, all God. In a way, once, I did the same. But I wonder whether there is preparation this morning for your return. I believe there is. I know that the flat, building, shallow music, one-dimensional fundamentalism you hear as faith around you has soured you. I know. It did me, too. But I wonder whether there is a preparation this morning for your return. I believe there is. I know that the lonely, awkward wastelands of freshman year can make you question anything that is lovely and lasting. I know, they did me as well. But I wonder whether there is a preparation this morning for your personal return. Son, go and work in the vineyard today. And he answered, I will not. But afterward, he repented and went. Amen.
Sohn ungestehen, das meine Sohn ungestehen, in Ränge fließen lassen. Du setzt es einem jeglichen an, du setzt es einem jeglichen an, seine Grenze.
Remember that Bach gave us God's word, Mozart gave us God's laughter, and Beethoven gave us God's fire, and God gave us music that we might pray without words. We thank Dr. Scott Allen Jarrett, the Marsh Chapel Choir and Collegium, for leading us in prayer this morning. peace of the Lord be always with you. We greet you once again here in the nave of Marsh Chapel this morning and hope you'll take a moment to put your name and your contact information in the red books found along the center aisle of each pew so that we can get to know you better and help you get to know one another better throughout the coming week. We also hope that you will keep an eye to the Marsh Chapel website at bu.edu chapel for all of our ongoing services and activities along with the opportunity for online giving. For those undergraduates in our midst, you may wish to join the Marsh Chapel servant team for a pizza lunch following the service. We would encourage you as the ushers wait upon us for the offertory to meditate on Felix Mendelssohn's second movement uh, from the Sonata No. 3 in A major for organ andante tranquilo. Now walk in love as Christ loves us, an offering and sacrifice to God.
in the melisma of whose spirit we rest our hearts, thou whose truth is goodness and goodness beauty, thou who singest to us from the starry heavens above and the moral law within, receive, we pray, the gift of our lives and here in this hour the gift of our hands. In Christ, amen. bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you peace now and forevermore. Amen.